0: Hey mama, do you want to balance maintaining your home, cooking, cleaning, all the things you have to do as a stay-at-home mum, whilst being present with your family? Do you find yourself up late at night, scattered, thinking about all the things you didn't get done and so need to do tomorrow? Is your greatest desire for your littles to know and love Jesus? Hey, I'm Elise. When I became a mum, I felt overwhelmed and wished that I could just stay on top of everything. I wanted to be there for my family and yet all these things still had to get done i was worried that i would spend this time too busy and miss it until i found the secret partnering with god even in our home life in this podcast you will find tactical tips for homemaking help for your low-tox journey as well as biblical parenting so that you will find god's joy and experience his peace in motherhood welcome to wholesome mama it's time to go grab your cup of tea reheat it because you know and let's get into today's episode Well, welcome back to another episode of The Wholesome Mama Show. And today I have Marley Heyman with me. And Marley is a Christian counselor, and I'm going to share a little bit more about her. Um, But I'm really excited because today, uh, Marley and I are going to have a conversation around big emotions, around how we as mums can handle our own emotions uh, and why that's important. But also, how to Navigate the Tension that it is Parenting Kids with Big Emotions. Um, so we're going to delve into that. But before we do, Marley, thank you so much for coming on the Wholesome Mama Show. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. So Molly, you are a, a wife, a mom, you're a Christian counselor, um, and you really focus on, I'll get you to share more about you in a minute, but you really focus on kids all the way up to adults, um, but really have a passion. And this is what I love about you. You have such a passion to come alongside, particularly mothers and their children, and work as a team um, because it's such a, especially when it comes to emotions, it's not a the kids' emotions or the mum's emotions. It's such an entwined thing, isn't it? So do you want to share a little bit about you, what you do, and really what brought you to become passionate about uh, helping mums? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I'm a mom now myself. I have a stepson that is 11 and then I have a toddler and we have our third on our way. So we're in very different seasons of life. Both have their own sets of joys and challenges, but I recognize just that gap and how each stage of parenting looks so different and yeah, each one holds its own beauty, but its own challenges. And so I think being a mom myself and then like working with kids as a nanny for years. And then I worked in the church as a um, like children's minister. So I worked closely with the parents and I saw moms dragging in and then, you know, they had, had rough mornings. And so it already kind of tiptoed in that area. as just like a friend, a mentor. And then coming to the counseling field, I kind of had originally planned to like shift away from children for a while, um, but the Lord continuously like brought that into my path and really showed me the value and importance in not just working with kids, but working with the parents as like a team and. Um, and incorporating those things together. So I'm continuously growing in that in the field. And the more um, I work with parents, the more I see the unique like challenges and joys that come with each child and how God created each of them and each of us as parents too.
0: Yeah, I love that. Well, I'm excited for what you're going to share with us. So maybe to kick us off, let's start with mums Um, because as we were saying before and you kind of mentioned it then about it's a team so Mm. many of us we can um, think I guess is the word wrongly think maybe um, that if we can get on top of our kids emotions and deal with them then we won't have these big blow-ups or like lash Mm. out of emotions can you Talk about some of the challenges you see with moms, particularly when it comes to navigating their own emotions.
1: Yeah. So I think, you know, what I recognize in all adults is each of us are wired so differently, but also like our childhoods and our upbringings and journeys play such a role in who we are in general. And so there's just different things that trigger us personally as people, as adults, And obviously like our growing up plays a big role in that as well. So when we have kids, I'm sure you experience this all the time. It is the most like sanctifying, humbling process because I'm constantly aware of like, oh wow, like I'm getting just as heightened as my two-year-old is in this moment. And as I'm escalating, he's escalating. And then just recognizing like, I have these expectations of my child to be at this place when I'm reaching like unhealthy places myself. And so recognizing that within myself, even as a counselor, I recognize my own triggers and my own experiences. And so that I think that has allowed me like when I'm working with parents to really have those conversations of what do you recognize as your own like struggles and challenges as a mom? What do you find helpful? What do you recognize? Like when you aren't doing those things, it makes your days harder. And then really helping them recognize, like, just how much our journey, our healing, our escalations or triggers just play a role in how we're shaping our kids as well. And so anytime parents bring kids in, like, I get to know the kids, but I also try to take the time to connect and get to know the parents. And then through that rapport, just help them recognize like, yes, we're focusing on the child, but really we're focusing on us as a family unit and just how much us as parents play that role in their lives. So that's usually where I start. And I think being a mom also helps me to relate to them in that way, because I can say like, Hey, these are the things I noticed in myself. What are some things you recognize within yourself as a mom?
0: Yeah. It's almost having that. And it doesn't come naturally like if you are someone who has not really had much Mm self-awareness that's not going to be something that comes naturally you're not going to be able to after you've escalated or yelled or like gotten really frustrated or overwhelmed you're not going to be able to go oh well I was really triggered because of this I was really Mm -hmm. like this this lead up of this this and this led to that okay but it's when those moments happen, and this is kind of how it happened for me, I'd find myself feeling like that and then going, how did I get here? Like what? Mm-hmm. I was fine. Like I was fine half an hour ago. Why all of a sudden is everything like it's too much? Mm-hmm. And I would really have to sit down and well, not even sit down because you're a mum, but you know, mm-hmm. you have to take the time and go, okay, Go, I need to go away and reset myself for five, 10 minutes. And in that time, go, okay, what? Look back over the last half hour. And what was it that really set me off? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was that we were running late. And that for me is a trigger. I cannot, I hate running late. Yeah. <laughs> and so- And I, so through that became aware. And so I think it's really important that moms understand that that isn't something that just comes to you naturally. It's a muscle really, would you say that you have to really think about to realize what is triggering me? For sure. Oh
1: yeah, no, definitely. And it's not natural to like want to sit in that, you know? Mm. I think for me, it started really with marriage because I would recognize when I had these expectations of my spouse, or I would be so quick to notice his flaws versus the things he's doing well, the Lord kept convicting me and revealing things within myself that I struggle with. And I see that same thing in my, in my children, right? Um, I see that same thing in my 11 year old who, you know, forgets to do what I asked him to a hundred times within the last hour. And I just, I feel like the Lord uses those moments to just humble me and say like, Hey, um, you walk through similar challenges and you're an adult, like how much more so is it confusing for this 11 year old child? And it's very humbling. So I'm constantly trying to sit in that. And I challenge myself to sit in that. And I love what you said, um, of like taking five to 10 minutes. And I know as a mom, like mom guilt is a real thing. And I struggle with that myself, but I also recognize like when we're disciplining our children or helping them recognize their emotions, we can also model that ourselves. Hmm. And so if you're yelling at us, if they're throwing things, help them recognize like, Hey, mom doesn't allow people to speak to her this way, just like she wouldn't want anyone to speak to you that way. And so hmm. you're modeling those things for them by saying, hey, I'm gonna go take a few minutes to calm down because I'm getting heightened or whatever it is in the moment. So you're not just telling them, you need to go take a break and calm down. You're also showing them sometimes we need to take a break and mm-hmm. breathe through it, and calm down ourselves.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's so true. I love how you said it's a humbling, like God sometimes humbles you and you realize, yeah, okay, I have a, I have a problem with yelling and I'm 30. And why am I getting angry at my five-year-old son who is yelling at me? Like, and realizing the, yeah, the realness and then going, okay, well, how can I, one, get on top of my own emotions and my own and have the self-control to then model and teach my children so that they're not getting to, 16, 17, 18, or even into their adulthood and not able to control their emotions. Right.
1: Yeah. And that's one thing we see with kids too, is just really helping them recognize their emotions. And I feel like, you know, obviously I'm sure there's always like it's children, but what we're seeing today is when so many children are like turning to technology as like a coping mechanism Mm. then they're in their teen years and they've kind of just been masking their emotions or calming down or coping with them through video games or anything like that and so even our teenagers come in and they they aren't sure or aware of how they feel or what they think or why they feel that way so really with kids and parents even today it's like kind of starting with the basics of emotional awareness emotional intelligence um how our thoughts play a role in that, how to take our thoughts captive so that they don't feed into those emotions, because that's one thing the Lord consistently has laid on my heart through counseling is that we can validate the emotions, even within ourselves as parents, we can validate those emotions, but the thoughts that are feeding into them aren't always based on truth. And so also taking those things captive and giving those things to the Lord and recognizing like how all of that is playing a role and even how we're responding as parents or, you know, if, if we come home and um, the dishes are a mess and we had asked her husband to do it and he forgot. And our first thought goes to, Oh, he doesn't love me. He doesn't care about me. Well, it's, that's not true. He just forgot to do the dishes in that moment. And tomorrow when he does the dishes for us, we're going to be so happy and so thankful for him. And so just recognizing like how much our thoughts play a role in how we feel, And we can't let our feelings and our emotions dictate how we respond. So it's kind of slowing down that whole process and like taking time to sit in each of
0: those areas. Mm. Yeah. And realizing too that our thoughts and feelings, while like, yes, we might have them, they're not always the truth. Mm. So like when your husband forgets to do the dishes and you then take it personally and go, you just you don't love me, you don't respect me. nothing can't get you to do. Right. All these thoughts can come up. and but they're not true. He just maybe got sidetracked. maybe he's got has his own things that are going on in his mind that, like it's not assuming anything, but I think it's so important to remember that, yeah, our thoughts and feelings are not truth much to what the world will tell us that our feelings are the ultimate truth we know Jesus is the truth but I think that even for Christian mums, sometimes we can get caught up in thinking that our feelings and the thoughts that we're having are, are the truth but I want to go back to what you were saying about taking every thought captive um, and really how can mums incorporate Christ? How can we incorporate Christ into managing our, our own emotions? Yeah. I
1: think first and foremost, it's acknowledging the why. And so I always go back to that scripture of Matthew chapter seven, where it says, why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in our own eye?" So in any relationship, when we're quick to always go to the other person or our children, um, I think it's, it's good to just sit in and say like, okay, Lord, first and foremost, like reveal in my heart what's sitting there that shouldn't be. And also recognizing, you know, just as we can see like, oh, my toddler's cranky because he hasn't had a nap. We've been out of a routine. We're human also. And sometimes we may be more tired or the baby may have been up all night. And so recognizing that as well, like Today may be more of a struggle because I didn't get as much sleep or because we've been super busy this week. Mm. I'm tired. haven't had any time to myself or to sit with the Lord or whatever that looks like. And then when I think about that, taking every thought captive as ourselves, you know, um, where it says meditate on the word of God day and night to be filled with the things of his word. And for me, that comes first and foremost, is I recognize when I'm not taking that time with the Lord, and I know also this looks so different, obviously, before I had kids when I was single, my time with the Lord was a lot longer and felt a lot just sweeter and deeper at times, and now some days it feels rushed, or it doesn't feel or Mm -hmm. look the way necessarily I would want it to look. But I think it's my heart also, and I know when I'm being intentional in my worship, or in my reading um, when I'm just doing it to check it off my list versus when I'm doing it to like sit with the Lord and ask him to just speak into me that day so for me that's first and foremost like how we start that process and then from there it's I think just taking it again like slowing down and recognizing like okay what's going on within myself because if I'm continuously just going 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 and pushing these things to the side like I'm going to hit that place where I hit that wall. and I'm on that emotional roller coaster that we all go through. So I think starting out by just like really slowing down and saying like, okay, what am I feeling? What's attached to this? What is true? What can I give to the Lord? What conversations do I need to have? So just slowing down that process and really challenging what's there with like what's true. So before we can even begin to really model and pour these things into our children we have to be intentional within ourselves and that doesn't mean we're always going to get it right there's a lot of I'm sorry's and reflections and conversations that we probably have to circle back around and have with our kids at times but you know it's just that continuous like intentionality to be aware of how we're responding what are we modeling are we representing Christ well in everything we do? And like when we discipline or redirect, is it coming from a place that is for their good and God's glory? Or is it coming from a place to like let out our frustration? Mm -hmm. Because those two things are very different also.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, so true. And I love how you said that you're not going to get it right because it's not as if, you know, we're having this conversation to say, and you will never feel emotions again or you will never feel big emotions or strong emotions because life is life and things happen. But I think it's really important. I love what you said about taking it slow. So on those days when you wake up and go, okay, it's been a massive week. Like this week for us is um, the start of the school year. So my kids started school yesterday. So I know that this is a big week. Mm -hmm. This is, everyone's gonna be tired. Everyone's gonna be overwhelmed. The mornings are looking different than they have the last eight weeks when we've been on mm-hmm. holidays. So I can be intentional and know, okay, this is what's happening. Or if you've got a newborn and you know the baby is up through the night, know, okay, this is the season. What can I do? And this is where being aware of your triggers is so good because you can go, what can I set in place? Mm -hmm. so that I don't get as triggered or so that what can I do to prevent these triggers from happening or have have these tools and or strategies or something practical to do so that when when we are running late because no one wanted to get up and get ready for school and what can I do in that instance Mm -hmm. um so I love that about yeah, being really intentional, um, but knowing that it doesn't mean you're not going to ever experience emotions.
1: Yeah, for sure. No, and I think even recognizing, like, with counseling, um, you know, I feel like even as a counselor, I don't want any of my clients to rely on me, like, first and foremost, Christ is our healer, and I recognize, like, it's helpful to have me in seasons, But my goal is to help them reach places where they're like, hey, I want to take a break and do this on my own for a while and really start to sit in these things on my own and grow in Christ through them. And so like that's for me knowing, okay, I have a baby coming up. It's probably going to be a good thing for me to start seeing a counselor the next few months just to process through all the changes and transitions. So I love how you said that of just recognizing what season you're in. And setting up those things in place that you're like, this would probably be helpful in Mm. that season.
0: Mm, Yeah. So let's, before we finish up, we're going to wrap up soon, but can you share with us some of the practical tools or strategies that we can practice at home either for, maybe like one or two for managing our own emotions as mums and then another one or two for helping our kids to navigate their emotions.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of these can go hand in hand. They just look different for us as adults. So I'll share a couple that you can do like with ourselves and then also like include our kids in. Um, So my favorite to use is it's called the five, four, three, two, one. So it's our five senses. So you look around and say, what are five things I can see? What are four things I can feel or touch? What are three things I can hear? Two things I can smell. One thing I can taste. Um, and what's doing it, it's just a grounding exercise. So you're kind of slowing down. You're breathing. When our thoughts are heavy, when they're racing, when the moment's chaotic, you're just kind of taking back control. Mm. And becoming present, breathing through it. And then you can do this with your kids also. Um for my kids I like to have them to think of like their favorite place or somewhere they would love to go so an arcade or the beach or wherever it is and try to make it fun. I'm always finding ways to make them like want to do it versus you know they don't want to do it. So um that's kind of a fun way to say like take me to your favorite place or if you could have any ice cream in the world right now what would it be? What would all of your toppings be? So again Instead of just telling them, hey, you need to calm down or stop thinking that way, you're kind of redirecting their thoughts without them even really realizing that's what we're doing. So we're just kind of calming the situation. Um, And then from there, like deep breathing obviously is a healthy way to calm our bodies. And so after you do that, then you can encourage them to practice their slow, deep breaths. And depending on their age, like for my littles, I may... um, like have them blow up an imaginary bubble so they're breathing in as much as they can and making their bubble as big as they can and then they're slowly letting their bubbles out or being wild with it and letting it out throughout the room but again just finding fun ways that we know as adults like slowing our breath calming our minds redirecting our thoughts are going to be helpful kind of finding ways to make this like fun and exciting for them
0: Hmm. Yeah, I really like that. Because I think so many of us, and I certainly do, I get stuck in that, oh, just calm down, calm down, settle mm-hmm. down, calm down. And my kids are like, I don't know how to calm down. <laughs> um, yeah. so like, and and as you said, when you say to them, like I know, take some deep breaths. Like, I can't take deep breaths right yeah, now. And my- so I love the idea of um doing like bubbles or blow up a pretend balloon or something like make it fun so they're doing it without understanding that they're doing it until they can understand that oh when I do deep breaths it helps me calm down or when I do think about a happy place I don't get angry or whatever it is so I really yeah yeah they're great
1: yeah or even like as adults you know going to kind of your safe, calm place is what I like to call it. Where's somewhere that makes you feel peaceful. Maybe it's the mountains, maybe it's a beach. And just as you're breathing, focus on like, if I was there right now, what would I be seeing? What would I be hearing? What would I Mm -hmm. be smelling? And really just you're calming your nervous system indirectly as you're just thinking through these things. Mm -hmm. And then again, that's also an easy exercise you can bring your kid in with you on. And anytime like I tell my parents, or anytime I tell my kids, let's start practicing this. I encourage the parents to do it with them. That way, it's not like a punishment. It's like, hey, why don't we try this? And then if you don't feel like you can, Mom's going to do it anyways. If I was going to go to an ice cream shop right now, this is what I would get. And then a lot of times they're going to want to feed into that
0: mm. and do it. With you. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Well, thank you so much, Molly, for coming on and sharing with us. I love how you integrate faith and um, and just Christ into um, into your counseling and into what you're doing. I you know, that for me is what we're about, right? We want to come alongside and help help women, but do it pointing to Jesus. So thank
1: mm-hmm. you
0: for coming on. Would you mind before we go just sharing where anyone can get in touch with you? Yeah. So I,
1: um, you can follow me on Instagram at kingdomguarded.com. And I try to share a lot of practical things. Um, I always share things, the Lord's laying on my heart, but then I also share just like a lot of practical tools and strategies because a lot of times as moms, it's like, okay, we know the basics of what we need to do, but not so much like, how do we do it? So I try to just give a lot of like helpful resources on there. And then, um, kingdomguarded.com. You can find some of my blogs and things like that from there.
0: Wonderful. And I will link all of that in the show notes for anyone to connect with you then. But thank you so much, Marley. Thank you so much. Y'all have a good day. Well, that wraps up another episode. And I pray that you were blessed by today's conversation and really got something out of it for you to take into your motherhood this week. If you did get something out of today's episode, please subscribe, leave a review so I know that you're loving the show. You can also come and chat on Instagram. The handle is at Wholesome Mama. And don't forget, we have a Facebook community too with mums just like you who are in the trenches of mothering littles. So come and join us over there as well. The link for everything is always in the show notes. Have a beautiful week, mum. Be blessed and I will be with you next week.